0: Good morning. Good to have you here with us on a what is today? Friday. Always glad to have you here on a Friday. So happy you could be with us this morning on this week before Christmas Eve, the week Eve. So glad you're here. Uh, it's a it's a it's kind of a weird day today. I wanted to kind of just show you our latest uh, Christmas lights. I think it's working. I don't know why that butterfly put us in there. But we'll get to that in a minute here. Just enjoy the music for a minute. And uh, we'll get to get the show going here in a second. Friday morning. On December 7th. We've got a great show today. Larry Hoffman's going to join us. Uh, He's a food writer from Sarasota. Phoenix Miller's in the house. Looking forward to her being here. Oh, good morning everybody this is the lead live i'm louis Amlestoy and uh, we're brought to you by pint and plow brewing here in Kerrville, texas also our good friends over at texas hill country advisors and k-pub safe reliable and yours and peterson health our friends over at kirk county abstract and title company this is the lead live i'm louis hamleston we're getting things started a little early here on a friday morning (laughs) (laughs) there's my daughter allison as she's making coffee for everybody this morning we got lattes it's kind of a creepy day today i'm gonna admit it it's kind of icky Well, there I am in all my glory. It's a beautiful Friday morning. Larry Hoffman will be calling in shortly. Uh, I think Katie Graham's going to show up with her brood of children, talking about the farmers market. What else we got going on tonight? Uh, Shiny Ribs, live at Arcadia Live tonight. Uh, I can't wait for that. I've got my tickets. We'd better play uh, that Rihanna song with the Doobie Brothers. Do, do, do. What's this weather doing? I don't have Carrie trying to boss me around anymore. 66 degrees and cloudy and rainy and a little bit sticky, a little bit moist. I mean, stop spitting, just rain. Mm-mm. Phoenix, how are you this morning? Let me turn your microphone on. You want to put some headphones on? Four. four, Right there. Putting that as close to your mouth as possible. And you can listen to yourself. Oh. Right now. There you are. Phoenix Miller's in the house. How are you, Hi. Phoenix? I'm good. I'm glad you're here. I'm
1: glad I'm here, too. What are you doing? I'm going
0: to play ukulele. Oh, are you? All right. Let's, let's, hear, let's, hear, let's hear a little ukulele start the morning off. We're still We're still a little bit early. Let's get, let's get it warmed up here. I'm going to fix your camera so we can see your face better. Hold on a second. Get, just get going. Just get started. There's it's Phoenix Miller, everybody. I'm
1: going
2: to back up a little bit. I've been keeping the bedroom door unlocked just in case I need to escape my thoughts. They're never ending. They're never ending. I've got a lot of ideas, but no drive to achieve all the things that I know I could probably be. So I'll keep pretending. I'll keep pretending. I know you and you see right through me Oh, I know I haven't been the easiest to care for It's hard to be myself when I don't know who I am
3: Even know who
2: I am I'm up waiting for you to text back you love me It's hard to know what you'll say when I don't know who I am, even know who I am. I've been faking my way through class every day. All the problems I made won't just go away. They're never ending. They're never ending. Call it seasonal depression Or whatever you want But I feel like poop So I put it up front So I'll keep pretending Well, I'll keep
4: pretending
0: Larry, are you there?
4: Hey, Lewis, good hold morning
0: on. Okay, hold on a second, Larry Keep going we, we, Sorry, we, sorry we, had a, we had a little musical performance going on there But uh, it's okay I mean, Phoenix, how are you this right. morning? Uh, 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 everyone, you know what? Uh, Bill, put those headphones on too Because you want to listen to this as well Yes, uh, Phoenix. Uh, uh, well, let me, let me let me set the stage for the show today. This is going to be a crazy show today. Bill Rector's here too, and I just totally forgot that he's coming on because he's um, he and Katie Graham are going to fight over pecans, and I've, I've I've arranged this fight, but I wasn't sure it was going to happen, but now it's going to happen. But I saw Bill the other day. He was he was selling pecans on the side of the road uh, on Harper Road uh, as I was coming down from the ridge, and uh, he was he had a line. He had a little line there. It was pretty good, and his his. Uh, his, his, his Cadillac pecan is like candy. It's just like fresh candy. It's amazing. It's not even candy. And we have Phoenix here. Um, Phoenix is singing a little bit of a song here, and we'll have him sing some more. But on the phone right now, though, I have the great and powerful Larry Hoffman from Sarasota, Florida. Larry, how are you this morning?
4: Good morning, Louis. Doing great. Everything's good in Sarasota. How are things by you in
0: Kerr County? Well, I was just saying it's a little bit moist here right now. It's, okay. it's a little bit okay. icky uh it's it's right. I it's 67 degrees and it's uh trying to rain and i had to turn the fan yeah. on in the room here because it's a little it's icky i'm just telling you i had a camera yesterday that fogged up completely because it was so humid here yesterday it was it was kind of gross so there well, we you don't have
4: any of that here so oh
0: well good beautiful
4: I'm, gonna be a beautiful 75 and sunny here in well, it's
0: tough you know what why do you have to rub it in why do you have to rub it in <laughs> so uh, for those of you who don't know, Larry Hoffman and I have uh, connected through our, 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 our partnership with, I guess we have to call it Meta now, Meta World Peace, mm-hmm. Meta, Meta Bulletin, Facebook, uh, a.k.a. Facebook. Um, he is a writer in Sarasota, Florida. He covers food. He writes for Sarasota Bites. You have another website too, right? How many websites do you have?
4: Oh well I got my my main website is dinesarasota.com I've been running that for about 20 years uh-huh. uh here I also publish a in print annual dining book that's sold at our local booksellers and of course online right. so I keep busy just you, like you do
0: Yeah yeah exactly you're always doing stuff Um the food scene I, I wanted to I wanted to have you come on just for a minute or for a few minutes here. just tell me kind of like what do you see um you know obviously the pandemic changed restaurants and changed the food scene um, and we're actually, you know, we work out of a, out of a restaurant, brewery, coffee house, um, when Phoenix is not singing, she's serving food and and 's making coffee. And then we have Bill Rector here who can also give you, if you get a, if you get a, a pecan stuck in your throat, he can take an x-ray of it and get it out. So, um, you know, we've got, we've got a great food culture here, but what are the trends going into 2022 and, and how has the pandemic changed dining? So two part question there. What?
4: Right. Well, uh, the first part, I think what you're going to see in 22 is a lot of what you saw in the last 18 months. A lot of the things that are happening in the restaurant business are pandemic driven right now, whether it's by a change in the way people are dining. There's a lot more carry out than there used to be. Restaurants have kind of adapted to that. As a matter of fact, we've had about three or four restaurants in the last year open up carry out only. So they're, they're, those are local places. Those aren't big chains that have right. made the decision to forego in-restaurant dining and just work on the carry-out delivery model. Uh, we've seen a lot of uh, what they call ghost kitchens popping up. Uh, mm-hmm. Guy Fieri did one here in town that was Flavortown uh, brand. He opened a ghost kitchen here. No, no indoor seating, just delivery only. That one's not even a, a, a carry-out situation. So we're seeing a lot of that continue. Um, the city of Sarasota has enabled restaurants to um, take a little part of the on street parking here they 're calling they call them parklets right and they 're uh, expanding their outdoor dining so as you know, most times of the year you can dine outdoors here, which has been a really, really big advantage for restaurants here in the state of Florida versus other parts of the country uh, with what's been going on with the indoor dining scene
0: well you know I was in Boston in October and uh, I mean I was amazed at how much how much. Um, you know, parklet type dining was available in 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 Boston, you know, and it was the weather was really nice. And so, of course, they were jammed up with with people wanting to sit outside. It was spectacular. So that's
4: great. And it's convenient here to do that, which is nice. Um, One of the things the state did uh, at the beginning or in the middle of the the pandemic uh, was they made to go cocktails a thing here. Yeah. So any any restaurant can pretty much serve you a to go cocktail, whether it's a margarita a uh, gin and tonic—it doesn't really matter what it is, as long as they put a lid on it. They don't have to have a package license; you can take it to go. Yeah, which is good.
0: It's like New Orleans. It's like it's like Louisiana. It's, it's
4: like it's like now we don't—they don't specifically allow uh, open container on the streets here. But I will tell you that enforcement has been pretty lax in the last eight. We years, don't care especially anymore. Especially on Siesta Key.
0: We don't care anymore. We don't care anymore. It's just you know what—the pandemic's changed all of it. There are stories, Bigger lar- fish to fry. Yeah, there are stories, Larry, though, that, you know, like the, the to-go thing um, has fundamentally changed, you know, like there, there's these horror stories like with like different chains like Chipotle where they can't even take in, in-service dining. And, and because there's no line, these restaurants are slammed with to-go orders. You know? <laughs> are, are we seeing yeah, that that's now? What, what is your crazy. What is yeah. your take on that?
4: Yeah, that's happening a lot here in Sarasota. A lot of restaurants have actually modified – uh, their staffing to accommodate mm-hmm. for that. Yeah. So they've they've added a couple prep people in the kitchen. They've added maybe a driver if they do their own delivery and don't use a service. Um, they've allocated some of the restaurants have allocated a portion of the inside part of the restaurant that used to be used for dining for actually assembling the carry outers now. Wow. So yeah, it's really been a it's really been a big thing. And you know, the, a large a large part of our economy here is tourist driven. Right. So sure, we have a lot of locals, but we do have a lot of visitors every year. And I think visitors who were used to going out to restaurants to eat in are now kind of, they're, they're accepting the carry out thing. They're bringing, they're bringing food back from these restaurants to their, you know, their condo rental or their, their home rental and enjoying it there. It's, we're seeing a lot of it. It's really now a substantial portion of a lot of restaurants' uh, revenue.
0: I'm still one of those guys. I like to go out. I like to eat out. You know, I, I, you know I'm not a carry. I mean, if I'm going to carry, I don't like carrying out food for whatever reason. I, I mean, Maybe if I'm going to a park or something like that, I'd do that. But I mean, I, I like to make my food at home, and then I still like the experience of restaurants, of dining out. You know, and I'm people with aren't, you. I'm yep. uncomfortable with that. So,
4: yeah, I'm with you, and and I I mean a lot. I think a lot of people are like that. But I'll tell you one thing that's come out of this big carryout push is restaurants have gotten a lot better at packaging their to-go stuff. Right. They right. used to be able just to throw it into a into a styrofoam box with some with some plastic silverware and throw it into a paper bag and let it go. But now. They have these containers that really, really do a lot as far as the the uh, quality of the food preservation when you get it home. It's not just a big, soggy mess anymore, Now right. it's in pretty good shape. Uh,
0: joining us now, late, unbelievable, is Katie Katie Graham. Wait, 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 Larry, just so you know, we have uh, our farmer's market guru here, uh, Katie Graham. Oh, nice. Uh, Hi, her husband Hi. makes um, – they, they actually – I'm going i'm not going to I'm not going to glamorize it they're hog farmers <laughs> um, no they have a they have That's a fancy. kind of a uh, i don 't know how you describe your farm other than it 's really cool
5: yeah it's really cool it's, it's really cool
0: and yeah, and and say that. larry uh, <laughs> larry uh, katie 's husband justin makes one of the greatest pork chops i 've ever had in my life i mean it is unbelievable and I think because now i 'm a man of a certain age like the pork chop thing has just just become the the thing to do now for me so um, what is the number one trend though as far as as far as dining goes? What do you think? What is it I was I was kinda of reading some of your lists, you know, things that we don't quite have here yet in Kerrville, Texas, like pho and some other stuff. What, what's the what's the top thing? Yep.
4: Yeah, well ethnic foods definitely are gaining in popularity yeah. down here in Sarasota, like you wouldn't believe. It's right. it's really, really multiplied. Also, there's a lot of places now that are offering vegan and vegetarian options that you wouldn't consider to be places that would have that kind of a plant-based menu right so it used to be you'd be able to go to a vegetarian restaurant and it'd be a one-off and it'd be maybe one out of 50 restaurants now you're seeing more and more restaurants here in sarasota probably around the state too offering those vegan or vegetarian options yeah you're also seeing a lot more because of the supply chain issues you're seeing a lot more restaurants go to either smaller menus menus with a lot less items on there or smaller plates so smaller plates was always kind of a thing now it's really becoming a thing because of you know the ability or inability to get certain items menus are changing they're changing constantly almost daily
0: I think a smaller place is the way to go and I and I and I still sort of struggle with it but now that I have my AARP card um, I definitely <laughs> think smaller plates are gonna be a good way to go um, you know one of the things I find interesting about about dining is um, you know the the innovation that continues to do and the fusion. What, are you seeing that in, in Florida a lot? I mean, what's what? I mean, obviously, Florida's got fusion to the max. You know, what- right?
4: Yeah, we, we see a little bit of that. We in in some of our like uh, more you know upscale restaurants, we will mm-hmm. see some of that. We have some some pretty creative chefs here, uh, younger, but we mainly have a little bit of an older population here, right? So those people they tend to like their their traditional foods that they have, you know grown to know and love over the years. But we do have some fusion. We do have a lot of uh, emphasis on sustainability yeah, as well, right? Because uh, we're right on the Gulf. So I mean, you, you talk about like they're trying to they're trying to get all the you know lionfish out of the Gulf because they disrupt the ecosystem there. So we have some chefs here in town that are pretty pretty active in that effort, and they'll. You know they'll they'll get the they'll get these lionfish and they'll have the specials on the menu. Hmm. Um, you know they yeah we have a, there's a big fishing derby here a lionfish fishing derby every year to try to. Rid the Gulf of some of the lionfish that are preying on some of the other, what other about, things in the what Gulf. About, so that, that's, that's popular. What
0: about iguanas and uh, pythons? Are they eating those yet down there? They're, well,
4: it's, uh, funny you should mention that it. it's just starting. Actually, there's just people are just starting to do that. Really? Um, that hasn't caught on yet. That may be 2025 yeah. before we get around.
0: I don't know. We'll Reptile seems say. a little strange to me, but I know yeah. some people like turtle soup. But whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, one of the things that I, I I'm a I am am gluten free. Um, and I, and I was at a restaurant in in Boston and they asked me, well, sir, is that an allergy or by choice? I said, listen, if anyone ever says you by choice, you just slap them right in the face. But I will say this though, that I will have to give credit that gluten-free has become, you know, more and more prevalent and better. I mean, it's amazing in a year and a half when I thought I was eating basically paper or cardboard that it's improved to the point where it's actually sort of edible in some places.
4: (laughs) Uh, right. And yeah, the products have gotten better for sure.
0: Yeah, is there is there is there a, a pretty wide range of offerings there with uh, yep. gluten free?
4: A- absolutely. Every every restaurant pretty much will have gluten free offerings on their menu, or some type of even even so much as like a low carb or keto offering. That's really popular as well. Yeah. Um, a lot of the things we're seeing here um, is in the in the cocktails that restaurants are serving. There's a lot of restaurants here um, that maybe a pizza place or maybe. You know a smaller place that doesn't have a full liquor license? They just maybe have a wine and beer license. Yeah. And they're and they're selling these uh, pre-mixed cocktails. that mm. come in a can now, like yeah. uh, cut water, high noon, things like that. That have all the alcohol mixed in already, so it's just like, it's like a beer. You can't add anything into it, so they're able to sell those. So that's been a really big trend here too. Is those restaurants where you could only get a like a craft beer or a glass of wine, you can now get a gin and tonic in a can. That's wow. been that's been pretty popular. Florida's got it, got it going on. That's now. Cool.
0: That's cool. We're trying. Uh, We're uh, trying to keep up. Uh, what, what's the uh, What's the You know, when it comes to chains, what What's the chain to watch? What's the chain that you see is hot and ready to do business or to do to well, expand? Well, we've
4: got. Uh, well, I'll tell you what, in, in Sarasota, the upscale chains do really, really well here. Mm, okay. Um, I know there's a lot of Chipotle's and Applebee's and Chili's and stuff like that, right. but we just got a Cooper's Hawk Winery here.
0: Oh, wow. That's
4: a uh, smaller chain out of Chicago. Okay. And I mean, the, mi- the minute they opened, it was a two-hour wait. Oh, wow. And so, yeah, so we're seeing, we see a lot of expansion in those kind of chains. We have a Capitol Grill here. We have a Fleming's and a Ruth Chris. So that space, there's a lot... There's a lot of uh, of, cl- of clientele that are willing to spend the money to go to those upscale chains. We, of, of course, have the, you know, the fast food chains too. But those okay. chains really, really do well here.
0: Uh, the Flemings. Uh, I've had the greatest the greatest porterhouse ever in my life is at the Flemings. So I have to there we yeah, have yeah. the
4: excellent, excellent steakhouse. And uh, those are the they're always busy here too. All
0: right. Here's the question. I'm going to put this up of roundtable discussion. Um, when it comes to fast food or dining out, what's your guilty pleasure, uh, Larry? You go first. Uh, one place you have a guilty pleasure at?
4: Well, we have a. We uh, I'm from Chicago originally. Okay,
0: all right. That's gonna um, be. That's a whole other conversation.
4: Yeah, and uh, we have a Chicago hot dog place here called Tony's Chicago Beef. Yeah. And they make a great Chicago beef sandwich, and they also have a great Chicago dogs. So when I feel like having a guilty pleasure, I'll go to Gulf Gate and I'll have Tony make me up a beef sandwich.
0: Ugh, that that you know what. Um, that's, to me, you know, people say, go to Chicago to the deep dish or a hot dog. I'm like, no, no, no. It's the beef sandwich. Um, Beef
4: sandwich. Extra hot jernura for me.
0: And, and, and shockingly, here's the true story about dining out. When you go to, um, O'Hare, um, there's a, there's the Billy Goat Tavern that's there. And you can actually get like, like a decent breakfast for like eight bucks. It's like steak and eggs. Mm. I'm not kidding. Yeah. And it's actually, it's actually edible. So. (laughs) Uh, I went to Wolfgang Puck one time in in l a x and it was god awful okay uh, katie graham what is your what is your guilty pleasure
5: yikes <clears throat> so I guess when i was in when I was in uh, college it was the jack in the box oh my god tacos. oh my gosh <laughs> okay all right all right fries. i haven't that's, had those in that, years that's though that's terrifying but Whataburger is pretty good
0: water yeah Whataburger is big here yeah. uh, uh, extra pickles dr recker what's your what's your what's your guilty pleasure
3: i would go to mama cedis it, it classifies it classifies the chain because right it's because it's there's a few of them yeah fredericksburg san antonio and right. right and they're green sauce is absolutely the the dip addictive? Sure
0: mm-hmm. The dip, the green sauce dip. Yes, yes that is pretty good. Uh, very, very good. Actually, you know what? You're right. You need to go away now. Um, <laughs> now I'm thinking about it. All right, uh, Phoenix. What what is your uh, what is your guilty pleasure?
1: Um, I've always had a thing for chicken nuggets from McDonald's. McDonald's chicken nuggets. <laughs> yeah, I eat right. Twenty
0: piece by myself. Um, mine is there's a chain in California that just got bought by Jack in the Box called Del Taco, and uh, oh yeah very similar actually uh essentially taco Casas is like the old version of del taco um and they have just a green chili ch- chili you know bean, and, bean and cheese burrito so that's always a really good one too uh and then you know there's there's all sorts of food things what do you think about texas in the food scene you ready to come out here larry for that
4: i love texas food scene right actually right before the pandemic uh my son and I made a trip to Austin to go to Franklin's Oh wow a few other places. Yeah. So I will travel for food, yeah. I How long did you
0: wait in line for that?
4: Fantastic.
0: How long did you wait well, in line? we
4: got there uh, it was about four or five hours. Oh wow. We got there wow. we got there at about five, I think, and we got in about, I don't know, eleven thirty, I think, or something like that. Oh, but wow. we, it was fantastic was I would do it again. It was it was worth the wait. Um, wait, I don't know if you've ever done it, but the wait is like being at a college tailgate party.
0: Have you been in there? Have you I been haven't that, been to it. Yeah. No. What about you? You've been to, so you been
4: to Franklin's? Yeah. No.
3: Mm. I couldn't get people in. People from yeah. all
4: over the world. Right. The people from back of us were from Australia. The people in front of us were from Seattle. They were driving to Miami and they stopped in Austin on the way.
0: Yeah.
4: If that even is on the way. But it was so, it was so much fun meeting all these people from all over the place. And That's the food incredible. was, was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, the Austin food scene—I um, was amazed. But my first trip to Austin was in 2015, and I—I uh, I, I couldn't. It was—it was like San Francisco, you know, as far as the food goes. Everywhere you look, there was some some kind of interesting thing to eat or things like that. Um, but we were in Boston, though, uh, and that, I mean, it, that was—I mean, every city's got something, you know. What What is your favorite city to go have have a meal in? Oh,
4: oh I, I love to. I love to. Well, my son lives out in Seattle. I love to go there for food because they've got just about everything out there. Yeah. And the seafood's fantastic. I mean, it's it, it is in Florida too, but it's that Pacific Northwest. Yeah. there's something about it. They have some great seafood out there. They have a lot of great ethnic cuisine, right. Just because of the makeup of the city. Yeah. So you can get all kinds of. They have Din Tai Fung out there, which is a Chinese, uh, you know, bu- uh, um, dumpling place, which is just amazing. So they have every every time you turn the corner, there's something new different and interesting out there so that's awesome. one of my favorite food cities
0: love it hey larry thanks a lot for uh, for being here we appreciate you very much we'll have to have you on come okay, on again, man. all right
4: absolutely you got everybody have a good weekend all right okay? thank you larry. all right bye larry. Bye
0: bye, larry. Bye bye. all right larry uh Hoffman from sarasota bites and uh, good to have him on the show for the first time and how did you find him well he's one of my I colleagues he's one of oh, my okay. he's one of my facebook colleagues he's one of my facebook friends so that's how you deal with things on facebook you know you i have, guess
5: your guilty pleasure is in and out burger
0: well, yeah, you know, but you know what? I have—I don't eat In-N-Out in Texas. Uh, is
5: it different? Well, I, I do.
0: You know what? Here's the thing about this, right? Is that um, it's—I—I I have a theory that it takes a little while. This is a conversation with Justin. Uh, it takes a little while for them to season those grills. Mm. So, if you go to certain—even in California—certain uh, In-N-Outs. Don't to me don't taste as good as like the old school ones, mm-hmm. the and ones the that were from is like the. Caked into the mm-hmm. grill. Yeah, the great the grease and the salt <laughs> and it's caked into the grill. I'm good. But to me, there's nothing Can better than a, a, than a than a good old and a double double on fries. Now some people hate, they don't like it, they don't understand it, they don't get it. Yeah. But but you know what? Here's the beauty of In and Out. It's simple. There's all you. There's no chicken. There's no there's no there's nothing. There's no hot dogs. There's no pizza. Just there's no burgers. chicken nuggets. Just burgers. Mm-hmm. Burgers, fries, and drinks. That's it. And uh, uh, it's a remarkable – I mean, I, I will go, uh, and, you know, I think the closest one is – I think the closest one is up by Stone Oak in in, uh, in San Antonio. But it's nice on I-35 that there's a few of them. And the other thing, too, is that they're always great. their they're best thing about in and out is that they're always reliable, and they're always open late. And yeah. open pretty much – they're, you know – one o'clock in the morning, you're ready to go. That's so. right. And
3: they have that's a funny. good philosophy, also.
0: They do have a good philosophy. They're they're one of the um, they're one of the more interesting companies out there. Uh, they're, own, they're 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 uh, privately held. We were talking about this the other day too. Um, they're also one of the most religious companies uh, in America. And you know, if you read oh, the Chick Fil A. Oh no, they they have, yeah. have Chick Fil A beat by by far. Really? Uh, oh yeah, I've never definitely, heard anything yeah. about In N Out. Yeah. Oh yeah, if you look at every one of In N Out's cups or their packaging. There's always a Bible verse on there. Um,
3: yeah, the bottom of the cups usually yeah. have a Bible yeah, verse. Yeah, they have so. a
0: Bible verse. John, yeah. John 3.16 is on, this, on, on the medium cups, and then they have every packaging has something on there. And that goes back to the founders of the company. Uh, and it's an interesting story. It's owned singularly by one woman who is a her- an heiress to this, this fortune. And uh, the company has expanded. Um, they wouldn't expand for the longest time because of supply chain everything is fresh and so but now they've been able to source that stuff They actually shut down the texas stores for a while because they were having problems with the bread Interesting. um so yeah they uh-huh. they're they're pretty uh they're pretty big deal uh and they also pay their employees really well um it's it's, it's routine that those managers make you know big six-figure salaries and Things like that, so they're they're an interesting company. That's good um, as well. They always they've always paid well. I mean, they've always paid uh, you know a top wage for their their employees and stuff. So interesting company. Okay, uh, the farmers market, the, the grand farmers market, is this weekend. It's, our, it's tonight actually from four to six. Uh, That's right, Katie. What what do you got going on? Uh, well,
5: so it's four to six. Our last market right. of the year, not of the season. So we reopen in January, January seventh. Okay.
0: Right. So the last um, of the season.
5: Last of the season, we we shut down for the last two weeks yep. of December. Yeah, yeah. So we've got we've got a really good spread of vendors, really good diversity, and uh, Bill Rector is going to be there with his pecans.
0: Now, and, um, how would you describe the Cadillac of Bill Rector's pecans? I mean, oh you're a man. pecan aficionado. I mean, you guys yeah. are. Bill was worried about coming on here because. Uh, Bring your
5: pecans out. Let's show, you'll, show, you'll show us this to, thing. These
0: yeah. things are massive.
5: They're beautiful. Oh, look at these things.
6: We yeah, got let here. let, let here. me hold.
0: Let me hold one of them up here. Which one was the buttery one that tastes like candy? Yeah. They're
5: just gorgeous. There's the one you were looking for. Yeah, yeah, this is the. One. the one. Those are Choctaws. Yeah, yeah. We this, didn't harvest the Choctaws last year.
3: This thing. Look at how. Look at the size see. of this thing. The Choctaws are really great hill country pecans. Yeah. They're they're difficult to, to fill out. When I planted them, AM was recommending them. They have subsequently stopped recommending them because they're difficult to get filled out. Oh, really? Uh, they're such a large pecan. Right. And I think we've maybe found the secret to filling them out. This year, they are beautiful nuts, uh, beautiful kernels. Uh, they have a great oil content. And uh, they so just... They really are good eating, pecans. Yeah.
1: I don't think I've ever seen pecans
5: that big before in my life. They're beautiful. So, what's your secret?
3: Um, (laughs) Water. Water. We really pour the water to them in August and September. Yeah. Do is
0: it like is it is it like almonds? You have to shake the hell out of the tree to get them off the thing. And how do you husk them? You know, or I mean, you have her kids know how to do it expertly. But
3: how do you how do you do? Who does the work for you? We do ours. We have a shaker that we hook onto the trunk of the tree. Right. And it's an off-center weight, and so when you hook it up to the PTO and spill it, yeah. spin it, it shakes the tree, it collects all of them, and that knocks right. off a lot of the nuts that are open. And then we come back about two weeks later, and we shake a second time, second time
0: to get them down. Right. Yeah. yeah if you ever seen that, by the way, when I lived in Bakersfield, almonds were the the the, the, the money maker at the time, and. They still are, but I mean, they shake that tree like crazy, and it creates these gigantic <laughs> dust blooms. and yeah, it does. you know, it's it's so gross. Actually, they, they have to have air quality alerts. Oh, it's the almond we shaking really season. Do. Yeah, same so, with pecans. It's already yeah. dusty. Yeah, job. Um, the 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 be- I was just thinking about this friend. My, my, my best friend and his dad. I remember one years ago. I bought him a one of those. Remember those? I don't know if you. Costco used to have, or Price Club used to have, like a ten pound. Uh, pecan pie yeah Mm. and they would sell them you know and and my friend and his dad his dad was from oklahoma and they could not resist that pie. They ate that whole pie in in a weekend uh, during Christmas a few years ago. And, wow! Yeah. And, I, I, and he says, "Yeah, my they dad can." My, my dad, yeah, my dad. Yeah. He says, "My dad couldn't resist it. It couldn't. You couldn't stop eating it. It was so good. You know, yeah.
3: pecan pies are hard to resist. They are
0: hard to resist,
5: especially when there's ten pounds of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: how did how did you get it started in this, uh, Bill? I mean, you got your hand in everything. So. Well, I,
3: I, my dad was uh, moved here as county agent, county okay. ag- extension agent, right? And um, he had always been uh, involved with pecan raising, and so uh, uh, we moved here in 1957 when yeah. he became the County Cultural Agent, and uh, in 82, we brought our place out on Harper Road, right. and he went out with me and helped me plant pecan trees, and right. he and I would be laying on our belly with a Folgers pecan, cup, uh, pecan can, and we'd dig the hole deep enough for the bare root tree, and we planted... Uh, about a hundred and twenty trees wow. uh, together. Oh, that's
0: awesome. So this is just. Not only is this this is a lifestyle, but this is a good memory of your dad. Then too. absolutely, dad, yeah, absolutely. Really. These
3: trees that's are maybe cool. 25, 30 years old wow. at this point. Wow.
0: Um, and you got um, Katie. You guys have you guys have yeah, pecans too. And, I,
5: and I, I wanted to bring you. I wanted you to come on the show too, just because your pecans are so beautiful. We took over the orchard that we have now. Yes. Last year. Mm-hmm. And so we're we're rebuilding it. And that's one thing that Justin is, we're all we're just, they have to have lots of water.
0: Yeah,
3: right. Lots
5: and lots of water. We didn't harvest the Choctaws last year yeah. um, because they just, I don't think they made
3: They didn't less. fill out well.
0: Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah.
5: And we have a lot that are like that this year too. Um,
0: and correct me if I'm wrong, but like the, the something about the Texas soil that pecans thrive in, is that true? I mean, is that, are they native to, to, to Texas?
3: Absolutely, in mm-hmm. fact, um, Uh, out on harper road uh we have town creek yeah and i'm i'm told that town creek was known as pecan creek by captain Schreiner. yeah and so there were a lot of native pecan trees particularly near the headwaters of of town creek right and there i went last weekend with my neighbor and he showed me some massive pecan trees that are two three hundred years old up there uh they're all native pecans but uh they're massive trees. Wow. We have
5: we have about three of those that are yeah. just in a, a little section on the <clears throat> on the property, and yeah. they're gigantic. Yeah. But they put off a little yeah. tiny bitty yeah. pecan. Yeah, but there's. I didn't realize they
0: got converted. to be so big. Yeah. I mean, I know walnut trees can get yeah. really big. So interesting. Yeah. Um, this is so these are available. So what else are we gonna have with the farmers So here, Mar- I'll show
5: you. I brought these. Okay. Just to, you know, she's I know got stuff. I know you're going to see the music tonight, but. That's at eight thirty though. Oh, okay. Yeah,
0: yeah. So we're thawing these guys out. Oh my! Oh, for, for look at, the this. Grill tonight. Look at this.
3: this! Look at this! Look oh. at this! Yes! It's so <laughs> glorious. Justin did those last week on his grill. Did you have a little bit of it? It was handsomethat he gave me a bite, and I immediately oh. went over and bought a rib chop, oh. <laughs> uh, and it was the best meat. We grilled that uh, two days later. I'm gonna buy another one at this it's farmer's so, market. It oh, so right. good. I have so to come good. get some of your pecans. Oh, it so was awesome. Good.
0: Yeah, that's the thing though. But, you know, that, the, the, I love about the farmer's market is you can pair things. Yeah. You know, so you can get this could be this could be one of your treats for your holiday dinner. Yeah. That could be your Christmas Eve dinner. Well, Justin's
5: he's grilled the pork chops and he I guess he grills the pecans too mm-hmm. yeah. and then serves them. Oh really? On. Maybe he'll
1: do that today. About that. I was like. You could just put them both together yeah. and you could, like, yeah. saute them. Because the butteriness yeah.
5: on the pork chops, the, right. the fat mm-hmm. that yeah. renders off.
3: And yeah. I want to brag on the mushrooms. Yes. Um, last week we had uh, Turtle Creek Mushroom Company there. Yeah. And we bought some beautiful mushrooms. The things were as mushroom. big as, as your hands. And mm-hmm. we sliced those up, grilled them, uh, sauteed them, and then we put them with some grilled onions. And, uh, yeah. boy, they went great with the, the – uh, Rib chop.
5: Yeah, they do have some great mushrooms.
3: Yeah. That, that, and then why, Basket. why are you guys Why are you guys doing
0: this to me?
5: <laughs> well, because you have to. I know. To the,
0: I know. It's you where know, the Food I, is. I will say this: with Bridges Basket, though, is that they came last week, uh, and Maya Walter was there, and she bought carrots. Yeah. And we just sat there and ate these carrots raw. Yes. It was so good. Oh yes. You know.
5: Such a such a difference in the flavor. I wish I could eat carrots. I'm allergic. Are you allergic to carrots? I'm mildly allergic to carrots. I'm a
0: mild allergic to everything at this point in my life. But yeah, I'm my allergic to carrots. And so uh, we're so we're
5: grilling up pork chops. We have some great live music. Um our mascot is gonna be there. Okay. Santa Kale.
0: Santa will yeah, be so there. Yeah, so you'll have to come out and but check it But will him Wallace out. be there?
5: Wallace won't be there. Come on! I know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe next year. Come
0: on!
5: <laughs> or you can watch him. I'll watch if him. If you watch him, we'll bring him.
0: Uh, yeah! Next. I don't know. I mean, I, he might. Well, he, he 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 might wear me out.
5: He yeah. He does not stop. Yeah. He is like a constant.
0: Um, Non-stop. let me Non-stop. just say this, that Jeremy Walter and I have this idea that we're going to rebrand the farmer's market with Wallace, um, <laughs> in a diaper, riding a pig around, <laughs> which probably has happened at your facility, hasn't it? Because <laughs> Justin said the other day that you have to put, you have to put things away because Wallace will try to figure out how to like start the tractor yes, or
5: he started the tractor. He started the car. He's just two. He's not even, he's yeah, ready to go. He's two and a half. Just oh, my barely gosh. today.
0: Uh, you got a book there. I'm, I see you holding yeah. this book here. What is this book here you oh, got? Oh, uh, yeah.
3: we were talking about Texas pecans and yeah. how to raise them. And uh, this is a, a book put out by Texas A&M, and it's yeah. the, the book of the short course, right. the Texas Pecan Short Course, which is – attended by people all over the, the world Right. Uh, come to A&M for a week long course at the end of January and uh, I've attended it three times I'm wow. a slow learner uh, but it is a phenomenal course, very entertaining, a lot of knowledge about Texas pecans and how to raise them and uh, uh, we've got people there from all the pecan states from, uh, uh, from Georgia, from uh, Alabama from New Mexico and Mexico is becoming a Major pecan producer really? wow. now. Wow, uh, they have a lot of water off the, by the Rio Grande that uh, mm-hmm. they can apply to those pecan trees, and they they make a tremendous uh, pecan crop. Texas is sort of becoming dwarfed in the numbers of pecans raised because of Georgia, uh, Alabama, yeah, Georgia, New Mexico.
0: Georgia is the uh, is interesting because it's it's one of the uh, hot. Uh, one of the hot uh, markets when it comes to raising things because of the, the growing conditions there are almost year round. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I remember you know when I was in California that the Grimway and some of the other farms that were there that do baby carrots, um, yeah. which by the way smell terrible when they're baby carrots. Oh, they're <laughs> terrible! It's they their diapers have to be changed all the time, but um, they're they're going to Georgia because the growing season. So they get you know they get pretty much a twenty four you know a, a year round growing cycle in California. But now they can grow different varieties in Georgia uh, pretty much year round as well, and so Georgia's become really, really important uh, for agriculture.
3: And That's pecans amazing. are not even native to Georgia. That's crazy. but they have become the number one producing state. Mm. Uh, wow
0: Wow. Uh, so much going on. who's going to play who's going to play music for you tonight uh, at this event?
5: So we have young blue eyes. okay. I wish.
0: Oh, young, know young, blue, young blue eyes. You yeah. Know him? yeah. He, he, he's he a works, crooner. To
5: work here. Well, he works. Oh, he doesn't work here anymore. I know. I said. He De- yeah. used to, oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know he didn't yeah. work here anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he does a Frank Sinatra cover. Yeah, I've and heard. He's of, really good. He's really good. Yeah. Yeah, he's really a good sweet. crooner. Yeah. Right. Um, so he'll be there, and uh, yeah, just a full house. We have uh, the everybody is everybody. coming. So we've Everybody's got beef coming. there. We have uh, Mikey's greens are going to be there. Mikey's garden. Is soap lady going to be there. It's so soap the girl with the soap the goat's
1: milk soap. oh yeah Joni
5: from Vision Quest yes. she'll be there with her jams and jellies because we have a candy uh, freeze dried candies um, from oh, Elevate oh I got that stuff yeah last time. and then of course Josh and there's beer All right, I just put it yeah. up there
0: don't, don't forget the welcome home is on tap here at Pine yeah. and Plow as yeah. uh, we, we move forward so yeah so very exciting as well I think that's what it is yeah. I don't know if as, I don't what it's what welcome home or not but I think yeah, yeah it's close, close enough home. It welcome it's the home? hazy pale. yeah okay uh, let's l- can can you can you can, yeah, can, we probably wouldn't like that can you today. perform for us for a minute Phoenix yeah, are you sure. ready All right Phoenix Miller uh, this is a complete show we're going to we're going to have Phoenix on right now Yay. and she's going to tell us uh, give us the song give so
1: I'll set up real quick okay cool so I actually just learned these and I didn't realize that I actually liked them so much Oh okay all right I found them on my playlist I was like wow I can play that oh my gosh all right. I can play this
0: this Here, is crazy Here's Phoenix Yay.
2: I've been keeping my bedroom door unlocked just in case I need to escape my thoughts. They're never ending, they're never ending. I've got a lot of ideas but no drive to achieve all the things that I know I could probably be. So I'll keep pretending, oh I'll keep pretending. But you know me And you see right through me Oh, I know I haven't been the easiest to care for It's hard to be myself and I don't know who I am Even know who I am I'm up waiting for you to text back you love me hard to know what you'll say when i don't know who i am even know who i am i've been faking my way through class every day the problems i made won't just go away they're never ending they're never ending Call it seasonal depression or whatever you want But I feel like poop and I put up a friend So I'll keep pretending well, I'll keep pretending But I know you And I can't lie to you I wish I could lie to you But you mean We face the truth I know I haven't been the easiest to care for It's hard to be myself when I don't know who I am Even know who I am I'm up waiting for you to text back you love me It's hard to know what you'll say when I don't know who I am Even know who I am. No, I don't even know who I am. Even know who I am. Oh, I don't even know who I am.
0: Even know who I am. Well done. Well done. The great, the great Phoenix Miller, uh, one of our one of our superstars there. She opened up the other night, the uh, big seed um, uh, event that we had over at Arcadia Live, and uh, pr- preceding the spectacular uh, a ballet that was done there by the Nutcracker. It was so good to see. There are so many kids involved, and in, in Phoenix. Uh, who was it? was the name of your partner that, uh, in crime that night? Yeah. It was Kia, right? And she's a Tyvee, what, senior?
1: She, no, not a senior. She's I young. Think she's
0: a sophomore. Sophomore, now. right. Wow. Uh, and you guys did a little duet, though, with Rudolph, right? Mm hmm. So what was it? She played the part where she said, Rudolph the Red Nose, uh, like. Uh, like Pinocchio. Like Pinocchio, right, yeah. right, right. <laughs> uh, you, want, you, want, you want to give it a go? You want to try it with me?
6: You
1: could try. I'll try.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. You ready? Okay. Confidence. All right. Here we go. Let's do it. Let's go. Let's do it.
2: Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer had a very shiny nose.
0: Like a light bulb.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and if you ever saw it, you would even say it glowed.
0: Like Pinocchio.
2: All of the other <laughs> reindeer
1: used to laugh and call him name.
0: Like Monkey Boy.
1: He never let poor
2: Rudolph join in any reindeer game.
1: Like
0: Rollerball.
2: Then one shiny Christmas Eve, Santa came to say, Rudolph with his nose so bright, won't you guide our tonight? Then how the reindeer loved him.
0: Like Whataburger.
2: As they shouted out with glee, Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer, You'll go down a new story.
0: Like Marco Polo. Yay. There we go. Yeah, oh, yeah very nice. Well done. Awesome. Uh, it's always so
6: great to
0: hear you play. Uh, yes. Um, yes, it's so good to hear you play. Uh, there's, already, uh, there's already objections to my singing in the thing. Tony Fontaine Jenner saying, What did the parents do? What did, what, what, what did you do with the money when the parents gave you for singing lessons? I went down and I bought a craft cocktail, Tani, in <laughs> a can. Illegal yeah, in, right. in In Texas. Okay, uh the 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 market. So uh, door prizes for, too. I forgot to mention that. Oh, okay. Yeah, Dor, door door prizes, prizes really?
5: Yep, there's some door prizes and um what else was there? Um,
0: live samples. Live samples. samples. Live live samples. Yeah. There's going to be There'll wine be tonight too, chops. right?
5: There'll be some wine. Well, I was hoping Delaine was going to bring that wine that she had here yesterday. Delaine had was Delaine had yesterday? foreign wine though. Oh.
0: Delaine had wine from Argentina.
5: I didn't have that. Texas wines only. And yeah. um just a fun time we have you shop know, shop
3: local tickets uh, we have remaining. a few
5: shop yep the yeah. shop local tickets i've got a few of them
3: left yeah yep.
5: um that sweepstakes is over today yeah and they're drawing us tomorrow um with jam broadcasting yeah. i don't know if i can mention that on here or
3: not. no i don't
0: that, that, no one competes with me That's so right. yeah, yeah no jam was jam was jam was good jam was fine uh, i like the jam guys yeah, they're yeah. Justin, and justin and justin has been
3: yeah. phenomenal for shopping absolutely. in absolutely yeah Done yeah. a great job with our Christmas lighting and yeah. getting downtown decorated for Christmas. So, um,
0: I think you know. I looked back
3: at the. Uh,
0: I was talking to somebody yesterday um, that we had the fashion show on with uh, uh, Gold Cup Live and uh, Tommy's uh, Tomei's, uh Boutique, both downtown businesses, and it really showed. Someone said it just showed you how much knowledge our 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 owners have mm-hmm. about the market, and it was really fascinating because they both had. It was our first fashion show oh, and cool. probably on our last one. Great. too. So yep.
1: I love that place. It's like antique plus yeah. like yeah. regular fashion. It's yeah. Nice. Yeah.
5: And their stuff is soft. So
0: one thing that we're going to have to do is we're going to have to have another, another fashion show on and, and to get that done. All right. We, um, should a,
5: we should have a farmer's market fashion show. Oh, okay. would you
0: well?
1: Wait, make clothes out of no, no, vegetables no. Yeah,
5: yeah. Just, well, like, or just go Lady every, Gaga? Like, spring. like everybody yeah. can model a product.
0: Yes, that's oh, that could be good. Idea. That's yeah. a good idea. Could talk about it. Yeah, yeah. That, that, you know what? Well, that'll be our next one. Okay. We'll do a fashion show, we'll do a spring fashion I'll be sure show. We'll right.
5: stock up on all the goods. Uh, we should go Lady Gaga and wear a meat dress. Oh, yeah. oh boy, that's just Justin loves Lady
0: Gaga. Um, I will say this though that if you ever want to see how you know, uh, produce is used creatively. The Rose Parade would be coming up here uh, in, in, on January 1st. And uh, it's always amazing like when you hear all the things they did to get a certain color. Like yeah. this would be, this could be like, you know, uh, they used the trace Logos pecans from Kerrville, Texas to illustrate the eyes of the dog because <laughs> it was a nice brown color or they, they, they need an earthy tone so they use pecans from Texas. With chocolate
6: cake. Yeah. yeah. They,
0: that's what they did. Yeah. Yes, They did. Is no, that's that, really cool. Would you put that in a candy? Would you candy that? or just would, would that, would that, would that, would that um, distress that, that, that? Is that nut so good it doesn't need any sugar on it?
3: One of the things we're doing with it and we sample is um, a roasted pecan. Yeah. And it's easy to do. It takes a quarter, a half a stick of butter. Yeah. Melt it. Put an eighth of a teaspoon of salt into the pan. Pour in a pound of pecans. Stir them to get the butter all coating all of them. Put them on a cookie sheet, put them in the oven at 325 for 15 minutes, and they come out beautiful. They are delicious. And you can also cover them with brown sugar and make them candied. That sounds really good.
5: Put them on a salad.
3: Absolutely. These are such great-sized pecans for doing that. Yeah, Uh, The others have, like the Cheyennes, uh, are a sweeter pecan, but they're a smaller kernel. So they don't go so well for candying right. that that type of right. that type of thing.
0: I would go to um, when I was driving between here and Greenville for those six months. Um, uh, every other weekend, uh, I would stop at Bucky's in um, in uh, Tyler, not Tyler, in uh, in uh, Temple, and they would have that. They'd have those uh, almonds, you know, that were they had spinning around in a pot of, of sugar, and I'd buy those, and then I would eat those on my way back, and then I would get to. Like Rockwall or Royce City, and I'd stop at Bucky's again (laughs) because I'm now uh, uh, because you have to go to the you know you you have to I'm a man of a certain age so you're gonna have to use the restroom so um, so I would get them again and they were so good. They yeah those
5: are pretty good. Yeah
3: yeah our Texas pecan council Mm -hmm. is trying to uh, sort of push the use of pecans instead of almonds uh, Mm -hmm. and that being a native uh, Texas plant uh, we'd like to. Encourage Bucky's to start candying and pecans, pecans instead pecans. of almonds. Well,
0: they do pecans. They do pecans, cashews, and almonds. I'll tell you what. I was a little afraid. I'm, I'm a little. I'm a. Little, i am know I'm definitely allergic to walnuts, but I was a little. I was a little afraid about being allergic to this. But this one right here, not so. Not at all. Not at all. It was so nice. Such a great flavor as well. And of course, you know, you can't beat a candied. Uh, Pecans, I'm right there with you. Are I, I you allergic to pecans also? A, a little bit, oh. just a touch, just a touch.
3: Well, yeah, walnuts, true. walnuts really bother me. Yeah. So. Now, now that we're talking about allergies, can I play doctor for yeah. a moment? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know the the cedar season is it's here, coming up on I us, see your and flow uh, days. Yeah. yeah, it yeah. doubled uh, the last two days. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the cedar season for those of us who are allergic is a disastrous mm-hmm. time of the year, and yeah. it always comes right at Christmas time, which makes things bad. A couple of things I would recommend yeah. to people like myself. One is Flonase, right. which is a... I was wondering
0: what you are doing with the Flonase. I mean, is it going to shoot up right here in our, on our show? Yeah, get
3: yeah. it right, yeah. Or, right, right over the uh, counter. Yeah. Uh, take uh, three puffs into each nose uh, with Flonase yeah. first thing in the morning. And then for the eyes that are terribly itchy, Zeta mm, okay. is great. It also is available over-the-counter. Uh, it's an antihistamine eye drop, yeah. and it will help your, your eyes. The other thing that I learned a couple of years ago that really helps is there is available at HEB a shampoo called Tea Tree Shampoo. Mm, okay, And you get the cedar all in your eyebrows and in your, on your eyelids. And so in the morning when you're showering, you shampoo your eyelids and your eyebrows with the tea shampoo. It does yeah. not burn, it's like uh, Johnson's baby shampoo, but it really does remove that pollen that is collected in the in that hairy area. That's interesting. Um, and I it prevents a lot yeah. of the yeah. eye problems. And so, tea tree's
0: relaxing, too. I
5: love that tea tree tea shampoo. Tea tree yeah. oil is the best thing yeah. in the world.
3: Yeah. But it's cedar season, so those of us who suffer really need I, to look at... We put that in there
5: a little, um, the what are those things called? The, Purifier. Air purifier. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize I know, the.
0: I, I didn't realize the. Uh, uh, my first experience with the cedar was was uh, where we live. Um, there's a lot of cedar, and we have these beautiful oak trees too. And we have cedar everywhere. And and I was I, I I was sitting on my. I was watching TV, and all of a sudden, it was like this smoke cloud comes out. I'm like, oh. what the heck is that? Yeah. What is that? And I look out, and I was like, it's the trees, like, <laughs> you know, yeah. exploding. Yeah. You air know? quality. Yeah. How I was I like, what in the heck? heck? I know you <laughs> know with uh, a nose of my size you would think i'd be a problem with it but i haven't had a problem with it yet but my wife i think does is bothered by it a little bit so yeah.
5: i think we all have a little bit
3: yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, when it gets yeah. really really bad when it gets into the eighteen thousand. yeah uh, my entire family stays home it.
1: like the most days out of the week um whenever it's cedar season because me and my mom highly allergic and i'm allergic to everything outside my littlest brother is allergic to everything outside. Bodie's allergic to cedar. My dad gets kind of affected by it, but me and my mom are.
0: Well, your dad grew up in dad. the oil field, so he probably had um, he, he probably oh, had yeah. his nostrils, you know, stripped yeah. stripped oh, out, yeah, you know, that from works. that stuff. He can't really feel anything. Yeah. it
3: can <laughs> come on almost any time. I grew up here, and when I was in high school at Tyvee, I had no problem with cedar. Yeah. Never bothered me at all. They and we went away for twenty years, and then came back in nineteen eighty. And all of a sudden uh, Christmas season rolled around and I was miserable yeah. and I'd wake up in the morning and I had a stack of clinics that tall, uh, by beside the bed and it's what's going on here? Right. You
5: know, the same thing happened to us whenever we moved here. Yeah. We and we I grew up in Texas, in central Texas, San Antonio, Wimberley area also yeah. and then we moved to Center Point and that was the first year I had ever had any yeah. allergies. And I every year I have something. And i yeah, you grow just, out of it but then you I think you're reintroduced to it
3: yeah yeah it can come on
0: anyone yeah well, hey, any I yeah i mean i think that's <laughs> the thing too you know like you look at you look at um sometimes you know you turn a certain age and like suddenly that turns on you know yeah. it's like your eyesight goes down the toilet when you turn 40. Maybe maybe so, your, my, my eyesight's already yeah. yeah. going
5: down the toilet and i'm only 18. well yeah hey, I, wanted to, I wanted to ask you since you're since we have you on here yeah about the speaking of the market About the grounds of the market and the oh yeah absolutely yeah that's a great question yeah
3: yeah sure yeah
5: can you give us an update on um, on what's been happening I know most everybody knows but
3: absolutely it's very exciting yeah we have reached the heart of the hills heritage center has reached its fundraising goal to begin renovation or repurposing of the AC Schreiner home which is uh, where the market which is where the market is on the grounds. Mm Uh, there will obviously be some disruption during the repurposing, which will probably last about a year, year and a half. Right. And so the market will move probably over to the to the library grounds yeah, next same, door. I suspect. We still need
6: to talk about that. Yeah. But, yeah. but
3: once the the Heritage Center opens, um, we will have the, the farmers market in the same location it is right now. Yeah. Uh, and it will be there in front of the Heritage Center, and. Uh, we continue to look forward to the Farmers Market being a big part of the Butcholsworth Memorial Library Campus.
5: And you, because you, you are on the board, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you look on their website, I was just looking a couple days ago. Yeah. It, there's a, a map of what all the renovations that will take place. It's gonna be amazing. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's so pretty. It's We're gonna super be super excited.
3: Really exciting for Kerrville to yeah. have finally a museum uh, of local history, and it'll be for the um, really for the entire Hill Country. Uh, as well as Kirk County, and so we're excited, and we're excited to to have the farmers' market on the grounds yeah, of the uh, of the Heritage to. Center.
0: What's interesting is uh, Joe. I see Joe Herring lurking around here somewhere. I don't know if I'm going to get him on the show or not. But uh, Joe uh, Joe had written a, a couple of weeks ago about this vacation album, and actually the pop-up uh, museum. I'm going to go back behind uh, Phoenix's head there. You can kind of see the pictures over over the side of Phoenix's head there of of. What Joe put together, this is a collection of photos. There's 19 photos from 1893.
3: I see you, Joe. I see you. And they are actually Kerrville's oldest oldest photos. Photos yes.
0: ever. Yes. Um, ever maybe Joe can model them for us. Do a hand <laughs> model. So, for but. Our um, fashion show. Uh, hey, hey, Judy. Judy, where would Judy go? Judy. Huh? Just point at the photos. We can see you, We can see you walking by already. See there, there, there she is. There she is. Um, but those are the Kerrville's oldest photos. And what's interesting about those photos, um, Joe and I kind of—he told me about them before he published the story. Um, it, it piqued my interest in in the the album. So I've gone through the album now three or four times, and it's fascinating. And there's as many photos. This is a family that traveled from from possibly Massachusetts west to California. And they took as many photos in Kerrville as they did in New Orleans and in San Antonio. That's incredible. It is incredible. So there was something here that they really were interested in. And the predecessor, I think, to the A.C. Schreiner house is... is, um, is in the um, is in the uh, in the collection so of, of photos, and I think Joe had told me too that he believes that uh, uh, Captain Shriner himself is in one of those photos uh, as well. So, yeah, it's a it's a really cool uh, it's a really cool exhibit, and that will be one of the things. Uh, but I think the interesting thing about this historically is you see the industriousness of the community at this yeah. time,
3: and we were so isolated at that yeah. time. I mean, you know the thing that is so excited about the farmers' market is that we are really going back to the heritage of this community because we were isolated, it was two days travel to San Antonio from Kerrville. Uh, Everything that we had in this community was produced locally. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We were raising wheat, we had a a mill that uh, made flour uh, out of the wheat that was raised, we had a cotton gin here for the cotton that was raised in the area. And so for generations, everything that was consumed in Kerrville was really produced by the farmers and ranchers that were here so the farmers market's going back to that heritage of we've got locally produced items for sale Absolutely. Oh. yeah I mean there's yeah, some there's
0: I some think it's there's some great things I mean like just the fact that you can go and see oh, by the way I drove by your house last night
6: okay, yes.
0: us. I did stock you, you do sorry.
6: you do though. Have a Christmas tree in the window. I saw the Christmas
0: tree I didn't see Wallace did we climbing make it, the tree. Did we make it on the list? No, you did not. <laughs> it's a highly selective list. <laughs> you know, um, We
5: have never put Christmas lights up since we've had children. So, so now I, you I did know. though. Now but you put we have them up. a tree. We have a yeah, tree up. Right. Now right. I don't think we're going to do Christmas lights until the boys get a little older and they can do you can it. Go over by my aunt's house. Lincoln. I did I
0: took a picture of your aunt's house already. But okay. I want to tell you that yeah.
3: talking about lights the lights that uh, they have done on Clay Street. It's amazing, isn't it? Uh, they really cool. are attractive. Yeah. They're beautiful. And, of course, um, one thing that we're very con- conscious about here in Kerrville is our dark sky. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to be – we want to have people come to Kerrville, astrotourism, to look at the Milky Way, to look at the night sky, which they can't see in San Antonio. Yeah. And so we are promoting businesses that promote the dark sky and – Clay Street has done a wonderful job putting up small lights that don't really give a glow. They're not ob- they're not obnoxious
0: at they're all. They're not obtrusive so. at right. all. Yeah. So,
3: and they're very decorative and Clay Street looks I awesome. I would
0: love to see it all the way up and down Clay Street. That would be that'd be so feel great. Yeah, I Maybe
1: that would be like pollution with the sheer amount.
0: Well, I you know. It's cuz it's pretty it's pretty m- muted, quite frankly, you know.
1: Yeah, although I've like whenever I'm closing down over here, I always think that I left a light on, but I can't turn those lights on.
0: Yes, right. You think you left the light on, but they're there. They're there. But they do add. They they do add a flavor to this downtown area. That's really quite nice. And
1: I like how it kind of illuminates that uh, that mural across the. Right,
0: I enjoy. I you know I bought I bought a telescope, a cheap one, which I don't recommend always. But I did buy one because I like to look at the moon and I like Mm -hmm. to look at the. There's a comet coming. Yeah. Yeah. Later this month. That's right. I guess you could see it if you get up at four o'clock in the morning, which is an obscene time for any human being
3: to be up. But I don't well, like that's it. The, that's the yeah. regular a regular time. Regular yeah, time because yeah, you got
0: like you got chickens and pigs right to get deal with. Yeah. Right.
3: <laughs> now the uh, Kirk County Friends of the Night Sky mm-hmm. has a business recognition program that is just starting. And as a matter of fact, this afternoon at one thirty. K Pub is going to be the first business recipient. Oh, wow. And there will be a presentation at K Pub at 1.30 for anyone that wants to attend. And the second recipient is Pint and Plow. Oh, wow. And so um, we're we're sitting in uh, one of the places that is that has an interest right. in preserving the night sky in Kerrville.
0: All right. Uh, yeah, that's awesome. It is awesome. Phoenix. Yes. You ready to close us out with a song?
6: Sure.
1: All
0: right. Phoenix All right. Miller is going to give us one more song. She's so good. Oh, no. Uh, Joe Herring, Jr. Oh, he's on the phone now. <laughs> By the way, one of the interesting things about that collection of photos that I t- sent to him last night is that when they get to the California, they literally photograph – do you remember the show Fantasy Island?
5: Oh no! You don't remember the show Fantasy Island? No, you're oh, probably too young. I'm only forty. Yeah. So <laughs>
0: well, I mean, they was, they, the, the little guy would run out, the plane, the plane, and <laughs> and uh, uh, Mr. Orourke would come out, and that's where in this house is what became the Fantasy Island house. Oh neat! In TV years later, but hey, they speaking
5: of photos, yeah. Joe Jr. took some really beautiful pictures of the mansion. For uh, during the during the freeze. It's like covered in snow. Covered in snow. Oh. We hey, him to bring hey, his come back here. Pictures.
0: Joe Jr., come back. back.
5: They're really, really All right. pretty.
0: Phoenix, we're gonna, I'm going to wrangle this guy. Go ahead. Go go for it. Do it. Okay. Here we go. Phoenix Miller.
2: can remember, remember the good old days when you and me we used to hide away where the stars were shining and the sun was blind in our eyes. Filled up my glass With promises that can never last But I still find pieces of you In the back of my mind And all of the things that we once said Are not in my heart, they're in my head And that was the time to say goodbye Let's put it to rest, yeah, let it die Cause we don't, we don't need to talk about this now We've been down that road before That was then and this is now The crowds in my heart, they've been calling out your name Now it just don't feel the same I guess it's over, yeah, we're done heard you made your way downtown to the place I've been hanging around I was looking for your face in the crowd but trying to keep my head down over time my wires crossed when you changed and the truth got lost all the things that I would change if we could only rewind Your moment in life that comes and goes A riddle, a rhyme that no one knows A change of the heart, a twist in fate Couldn't fix it, it's too late Cause we don't, we don't need to talk about this now Yeah, we've been down that road before That was then and this is now The crowds in my heart, they've been calling out your name. Now we just don't feel the same. I guess it's over, yeah, we're done.
0: done yes. the great Phoenix Miller uh, and I told her the other day I said listen here's the deal just, just, and I don't know anything about music and as, and as Tawny Fontaine Jenner pointed out I can't sing to save my life but I told Phoenix I said, Look, slow down and just belt it out and you know what <laughs> that's what happened She slowed down and she belted that out and that was terrific yeah. uh, Phoenix Wonderful you just Phoenix. finished your first semester at Shriner right? Uh, yeah how I'm
1: about I, to finish my first winter first winter how, how did that go? Um, It was good. I really actually enjoy uh, the tinier college, I guess, Mm -hmm. because it's more personal, and I need that a little bit more personal. Now, wait a
0: minute. Do you live at home, or do they kick you out and put you in the... I live at home. Do you?
1: But we are planning on making a tiny house in our backyard. So then I can just stay yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> your parents love that? So right. then it's like a little apartment in the back, and it'll be great. And I'll pay like a little bit of rent, but that's about it. Nice,
0: enchanted cottage. An <laughs> enchanted cottage, yes, mm-hmm. very good. Yeah. Um, to like, oh, your kiddos. Yes. Yeah. Good. I, I don't see. I'm. I'm. I'm kind of like you know. I don't mind having my kid around. So, yeah. you know, Me either. Uh, I don't mind. No, well, I yours are a little. You got you're kind of you don't have a choice, although yeah. I think Wallace could probably cook and clean for himself. Yeah, he's totally independent.
5: He's very independent. He's going to start paying the bills. Hmm. Hey, are you still doing your CD? Um, Is that yes. information? that? Oh, yeah. Have,
1: yeah. It's been on the radio apparently oh. on accident, but
5: it's OK. <laughs> it's OK
1: now. But yeah, um, I'm still working on it. Um, I need to set up a time actually to go record some more because yeah. I have three songs down. And I just need to get my other stuff recorded because I am a little
5: procrastinator. Stop with that it. Kind of Don't stuff. procrastinate. <laughs> I know. I just need people to yell at me and then I'll go. With right. Go, do go, it. Go, get it done. Hey, when you were playing just now, I was just
0: You know what? Now that I know this, now that I know this, um, right. I can nag you. Okay. Because that's what I do as a father. You can, go you can, right.
5: you can team up with my mom.
0: Yeah. Tish, uh, let's get this girl going. She's your biggest fan. And that's okay, though.
5: What's it going to be like when you're like Hollywood? famous and you you come back
0: to Kerrville and
3: right we're all alive. honestly I'm going to stay in Kerrville probably perform at Arcadia Live. right that's right or yeah. the hello exactly
1: yes. uh, I've already performed both those those
0: I
3: places. I see where <laughs> we're having the Kingston Trio in yeah, January yeah in January yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh,
0: I they, didn't know they were, I didn't know they were still alive but they're, they're they must be in their 80s now I would think right yeah, yeah, cause yeah. those guys are cuz you know uh, Sleep of the Wheels playing tomorrow at the Callow and uh, Roy Benson are you is going no
3: yeah, Ray Benson. Uh,
0: he's like Ray Benson might be 116 years old. So um but he's gonna be there. He's like six foot nine too. Uh Jeez. and I heard they're like sold out. the Sigmund said they're pretty much sold out. I'm going to Shiny Ribs tonight though. Yes. So, after the g- farmer's market. After the farmer's market. It's at eight thirty. Okay. So
1: yeah. yeah. All right. I can go to the farmer's market tonight. I have today off.
0: Yay! Yay. I can free up the whole right. side. Right. bring
1: your
6: good. ukulele?
0: Yeah. <laughs> all right, everybody. Nice. Listen, okay. here's the deal. Uh, wanna, I want to show you guys no real pressure. quick. No pressure at all. the uh, The holiday map is up and updated. We now have. Last night we hit 200 homes, and then I, we were like, we hit, we had, we had to, we had to get 21 last night. Uh, I drove. My wife drove us around. My daughter helped out uh, with with the uh, charting of the whole facility, and we went out and we looked at houses. Uh, we went to Center point. Um,
5: are there any good ones in Center Point? There like,
0: are. Uh, on uh, Kelly Street and on 2nd um, Street, there's some good ones. Uh, and actually, Center Point does a nice job uh, with the overall decorations. They you do. Know, they do a nice job with that as well. Yeah. Uh, here is the look at the map. And if you could just zoom in, I don't know if you guys can see it or not, but that's too bad. You'll have to get it yourself. We've now had, uh, you can see all of our concentrations of it. Uh, just drive around, enjoy your neighbors, enjoy, you know, it Just it's just kind of fun to see. And these are just the ones we thought were good. Um, it was a little exhausting. I would skip Comanche Trace, though. I'm sorry. Sorry, Comanche Trace. I would skip them entirely. It, you know, but River hill got some great stuff, as always. Uh, the KPA Worldwide Headquarters is, is pretty well decked out. Um, uh, in Ingram, there's some great stuff, too, as you get uh, over there by the Rita's Tacos in those areas. Uh, I guess it's called Greenwood Forest. Uh, or Merkwood Forest. I'm not sure which one it is, but it's some Lord of the Rings type uh, <laughs> a name. And check those out. There are a lot of good ones out there as well. Um, there's just some real gems out there. And there's ones that we just didn't get to. Uh, one of the best ones is up around Bluebell and uh, uh, our Bluebonnet and, and Lewis Street. Uh, it's a gingerbread house. That oh, they wrapped the yeah. house in like like, uh, well, just like maybe like bags that look like gingerbread. It's kind of yeah. cool. So that's that. neat. Yeah,
3: yeah. And uh, d- don't forget about the winter decorating contest oh, for the, Christmas downtown. Right. Uh, yeah. We have the final five. Contestants had been chosen, oh. and it's time now for voters to make their choice. So. I
0: saw this guy very suspicious, very suspicious. Um, his name might be George Eichner, <laughs> and he was out photographing these things. Uh, and so, yeah, he—he—he's—it's—he's—he uh, it, it, it was a good-looking list. Yeah, of, of, we've of got places. four of them in
3: downtown Kerrville, yeah. and one in downtown Ingram. Yeah,
0: T.J. Morris yeah. is uh, there as well. Know, uh,
1: Ferryman Emporium is one of.
3: Yes, they were on the list. They were
0: on the They're list. They are great. Very good. All right, everybody. Thanks okay. for joining us. We'll see you guys at the Farmer's Market tonight. Uh, and next week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, we'll have shows. And then we're out for the rest of the year. We will be back uh, in January uh, with new shows. we take the week of Christmas off. But uh, that's it. That's all the time we have for today. We'll see you guys again on Monday here from Python Plot. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. See you. Bye.